Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Okay, so what is FitBucks? Uh, FitBucks is, so at the root of what we are building is actually a technology. Um, and that technology is what we call the FitBox score. And what we use it for is to help explain where you're currently at financially and then how different choices you make with finances affect what you do in the future and how it all plays together. So what I mean by that is, okay, when I graduate or maybe I already graduated, if I choose this student loan repayment plan, how does it affect things like my retirement? Um, how does it affect things like family planning? How does it affect things like me getting a mortgage? All that type of stuff. So you can see holistically how it all comes together. And then we focused it uh, first on student loans. So you can really see, okay, if I choose this standard plan versus extending my plan, what does that do and why? And what does that allow me to do with uh, like my retirement? Um, and how can I start saving? So it allows us to start game planning. Um, and when we first launched technology, it was more hands-on, us using a lot of stuff just verbally. And we're starting to build more and more of the technology out. I always joke around, it's about 2% built of what I want built. Um, so it's coming along. We're about to launch a few more things coming up here in the next two or three months. But at the gist of it, that's what we actually are as a technology company that's trying to make this stuff easy to understand. And then we applied it first with student loans, eventually roll out stuff for asset management and mortgages and all that fun stuff. So that's where we started. Wow, that's a long story. So so why did you want to create FitBucks? Um, I started in finance uh, about, I don't know, probably about 12 years ago. And I've gone through a number of different positions from wealth management through merger acquisitions and working on companies being bought and sold for three, $4 billion. And when I looked at everything holistically, there's no easy way for people to really plan and also implement their strategy in a cost efficient way. And so when I started looking at everything, it was just like, wow, this, you know, this is the problem in, with money is there's everything's so segmented. Like we talk about in healthcare a lot, like doctors don't talk to PTs and, you know, PTs don't talk to, you know, nurses and this, you know, department, they say this and that department doesn't coordinate with that. Well, finance is the same way. And so I was like, well, if we could build a platform and technology that combines all that, we can actually make it very cost efficient to do it. Um, and so it's like, okay, not only that, but it could help tremendously. Um, I mean, I started in wealth management in 2008 when the market was crashing and it's like, holy cow, how can, you know, these 60 year olds be losing so much money in their houses and all this stuff. So it's like, well, if we can launch this technology and it does what it's supposed to do and we can go and help younger individuals, then the technology can prevent them from being like those six-year-olds that were losing their houses in you know, 2008, 2009. And so when I sat down and I looked at it, it's like, well, you know, what can we do to affect the most amount of people's lives? And I'm sitting there, you know, doing like $3 billion acquisitions for people that are worth millions. I'm like, well, this kind of sucks because great. I'm making this really, really wealthy guy a lot more money. That's not too fulfilling. So it's like, okay, well, here's the technology. We know that this can go out and help a lot of people. So 
let's go ahead and start building it. So then my wife turned around and was like, what are you waiting for? And it's like, yeah, you're, you're right. Let's do it. So, um, that's, that's when we decided to, to go and started building the, building the technology about two, two and a half years ago, launched the first version about 17, 18 months ago and gone from there. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That is, that is so great. And I know I, I think it was before I started PT school, I reached out to one of the coaches for Fitbox and, and he was so helpful. Um, so it's, it's a great, great platform, but Overall, uh, what advice would you give to students with a lot of student loan debt? The, well, the number one question I get is, when do I start planning? When do I call you guys? And it's like, as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, the sooner you get in front of it and start understanding your options, the better you're going to be able to put yourself in. So there's little things you can start doing. So, for example, if you want to start making like $50 payments while you're in school, that actually adds up to being quite a bit. But you also have to know what strategy you might follow post-graduation because that works if you're going to follow what we call a pay-down strategy. But if you're going to go for a loan forgiveness strategy, then you, you don't want to pay anything down because you're going for loan forgiveness. So if you know that early and often, then you can start planning for that as soon as you start school. Not only that, but you can start getting strategic with your clinicals and your networking and saying, okay, this is the type of job that I want. This is what I'm going to have to go do. You can start becoming become really strategic with it um, instead of just kind of graduating and not knowing you know where you're going I mean I can't tell you how many PTs we talk to that are like oh yeah I want to go on public service loan forgiveness and uh, but I don't have any network to go do that and it's like well you know if you would have called us a year ago you could have started networking to, to meet people that would hire you at a nonprofit so I would say the number one thing for students is, is don't just ignore it don't just sweep it under the rug um, you know, it is a loan. It's not financial aid. That's, that's something that really pisses me off of that term. Financial aid is not aid. It's a loan. So start figuring it out like now. So that way you can start figuring out these little things uh, that can help you. And I'll give you an example, like with workshops that we do, especially for first years, you know, we start showing them just two or three little things that they can do while they're in school and start planning that could save anywhere between like 10 and $20,000 over the life of the loan if they start implementing it as soon as they can. So that's the biggest thing is don't just sweep it on the rug, start looking at it soon um, and then go from there. Yeah, that's awesome. And a lot of people, I know a lot of classmates, they're like, oh, this would be a great podcast. I'd love to hear about student loans that, you know, stuff I can do in a few years when I'm done. I'm like, that's not the point of this. <laughs> like, you need to be doing things now. Absolutely. Now I actually read a really, really good quote. Um, the other day and I never thought about it this way it's, it's like the question is is when is the best time to plant a tree and it's like well 20 years ago it's like well when's the next best time today um you know the same things with money when's the best time to start planning well it was 20 years ago you know if you didn't do it then what's the next best day it's today so you know I really like that saying and that's the big thing with the student loan stuff you know, and I see the the mentality a lot of times from students that they have that mentality of sweeping it off to the to they graduate, and a lot of it has to do with counselors and you know financial aid offices and stuff. They keep telling people, oh, it does, doesn't matter. Just get the loan so you can go to school. Just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And it's like, well, no, 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 no. Worry about it. Like, it's a lot of money, especially for a lot of the DPT programs. I don't know if you see, I've just seen the stats that we put out, but. We have 4,200 PTs that just graduated on our platform. The average debt's $140,000. So, you know, that's, uh, 
you know, it's not uncommon for us to see, especially in the Midwestern states, people with debt levels that actually would be the same amount as a mortgage. So it's like, you know, it's something to start thinking about now, not later, um, because it needs some planning around that. So keep stressing it. Worry about it now, <laughs> not later. Yeah. And tons of people are so excited to hear this. Not to put like pressure on you, Joe, as soon as they can as well. Like besides all the people who are like, oh yeah, I'll start <laughs> doing something in a few years when I already have 150K in student loans on top of undergrad loans. Yeah. Which is insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, what is like the craziest student loan story you've ever heard? Craziest story in terms of just like bad stories, paying off stories, yeah. loan amount stories. Um, Any of the above. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got I got a lot of them. Some of the I mean, in terms of the highest loans. I mean, some of the stuff we've seen in the couples where like people have switched graduate programs in the middle of, of stuff. So they've gone from like an MBA to getting their DPT or they started down an MD track and then they switch over to getting their DPT and they end up actually having like almost four or $500,000 of student loan debt by the time oh, they graduate. Oh um, so those are some of the, like the extreme cases we had actually a married couple one was a pt one was a dentist i believe they had almost three quarters of a million dollars in student loans um so those are on like the extreme side now bad you know stories in terms of like repayment we deal with this all the time it's like one of our tracking solutions where we have like if you want help actually implementing your plan we have a tracking solution where it's five dollars a month and we make sure it's done right and so oftentimes with the loan servicers they apply money incorrectly when you make payments so we deal with loan servicers all the time and we've seen the stories where it's like somebody wanted to make like a seven thousand dollar you know prepayment and they completely just lost the payments um or stuff where people are put into into default and they're being told that they're behind on payments even though they're not and the loan servicer just happens to have like the wrong social security number to that account. It's actually somebody else that's in default. Um, so those are like the horror stories, but then you get like the really, really good stories. Like we just, in our Fitbox finance group on, on Facebook, uh, some of our members have been started to post stories about their payment plans. Uh, like for example, Ashley, she graduated from Utah um, last year. She had, I think it was $220,000 in student loan debt. She's on pace to pay it off in four years. So, you know, you hear those stories and what it takes and a lot of inspiration around all that stuff. So, I mean, we have some really extreme stories, we have, <laughs> you know, some middle of the road type of stories. So, but those are kind of like the things sometimes like, oh, cow, like, you know, kind of shocking sometimes, but, um, which is also, you know, it's tough for me. Um, cause I go to like the conclaves and the SIGs and the annual conferences and, people that have been around the PT industry now that has seen us grow from basically nothing to, you know, having 4,200 PTs, we have $600 million of student loan debt being managed on our platform. And, and they're like, Oh, congratulations on the growth. I'm like, yeah, it's great that we're growing. But when you really think about it, it's kind of, you know, disgusting that there's $600 million of student loans on our platform. It's like, Holy cow, you know, yeah, we're doing everything we can to help people, but that number is just staggering. So as excited as I get, cause it shows the company's growing. It's like, man, that's just, sometimes you just sit back and look at it. It's like, man, like just think about all that money that could be going to people's like buying houses and retirement and everything else. So it's kind of a double-edged sword on that side, <laughs> but 
but yeah, those are some extreme stories for you. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So I know you mentioned earlier that you have a, a FitBuck score and that you kind of keep track with everything. Um, are there any other aspects of FitBucks that are different than FedLoan or the other, you know, loan companies? Yeah, so those are all loan servicers. servicers. So they just basically collect money. They can't actually give you advice on anything or anything like that. So I'm actually really, really excited because we're actually the only company in the country that can give you an unbiased opinion on what to do. And what I mean by that is when you look at Fed loans, Great Lakes, Navient, all these loan servicers, they actually work for the federal government. They don't work for you. So their job is to collect money for the government. Um, so at the end of the day, the more you have with them and the longer you have it with them, the more they get paid. So they have every incentive to tell you, stay with us and do this as long as you can. And then you go look at the big thing in the market right now is refinancing. And with, with refinance companies, you have all the incentive to refinance as much as you can because then they get paid more. Okay. So of course, if you call the refinance companies, they're going to tell you refi, 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 refi. And it's like, well, no, like it might not be good for the person. So we have tools that literally show you, Hey, look, this is how you can use the federal loans, or this is how you can use federal loans with refinancing. And it doesn't matter which route you take to us um, because we can, potentially monetize any of those three routes. It doesn't really matter. Um, and we have, so for example, we partner with seven refinance lenders. So if you want to go that route, we can help you refinance the loans. If you want to stay in your federal loans and you just want to make prepayments to make sure it's done right, we have a monthly tracking solution for that. If you're going for loan forgiveness and you want to make sure you're saving enough for the tax liability at the very end of it, then we can track to make sure you're saving enough money. Um, and so those are the three areas that we're working on right now that should be finished here in the next couple uh, months. But then next year, because we've gotten a lot from new grads saying, Hey, will you help me do things like set up my 401k investments? So we're going to start rolling that out sometime next year. We've been testing that as well. So we can actually put together an entire plan, not just about the student loan payment, but the 401k payment, like contributions and everything. And then the other side that we're really actually looking forward to is I've had a lot of DPT programs ask if we would design some type of financial courses that they can tie into their programs. And my big thing was, well, I don't want to design a pro like a, a course because it's all these courses on the internet are like a thousand dollars. And it's like, you know, you guys are students and you're already in debt. So I don't want to pull that out. But we got it so by so many uh, schools is that we're now going to be rolling out probably in the first quarter of next year, like courses. And for students, instead of charging huge lump sums, we're going to be like, you know, like $9 a month, like just watching them and then potentially going out and going to each school and having like an ambassador work for the school, for us at the school um, and basically run like live chats for each chapter, like once a week or once a month or whatever it may be. Um, so that's why we're so much different than the loan servicers is because the loan servicer, I mean, really you can call them and ask them what to do, but they have the script they have to follow and they basically point you into one type of program and that's it. And anybody else you really talk to in the financial industry, they all have their own biases. And so just on the student loan side, it's like, we're on bias. It's just like saying, look, we, we want you to be on our platform because we want to tie in things like asset management and mortgages and everything else. So, you know, we're going to just tell you what you need to hear to make a good decision. And then we're going to be tying in all these other components that really help you understand everything and plan and implement everything. So that way you don't have to spend that much time thinking about money and you can go be a PT instead of stressing out about money. So 
Uh, I know a long-winded answer, but <laughs> that's uh, you know what we're working on. So yeah, that's awesome. So I know tons of students have a lot of misconceptions about like the best student loans or like I don't know things that you should or should not do with student loans. Like, what are some common misconceptions you hear all the time from students, whether they're DPTs or you know, something else? <laughs> everything you hear or read on the internet is a misconception. <laughs> um, I always say that about the internet. The best thing about the internet is that there's a lot of information. The worst thing about the internet, there's a lot of information. What I mean by that is everybody's situation is different. So you can't go on and be like, Oh, you know, like sometimes I joke around, like when somebody posts something in the DPT student group page, it's like, what should I do? And then people post a bunch of things. It's like, you know, nothing about this person, you know, nothing about their situation, nothing like, and then they start getting these fights. Oh, you're an idiot because of this. And you're an idiot. It's like, no, no, no guys. Um, so the biggest thing is, is don't be persuaded one way or the other without really comparing everything. And what I mean by that is you got to look at the advantages and disadvantages of each plan and then look at the risks of each plan. You know, so I guess you could say the biggest misconception we see is around the income driven repayment plans and how they work. And it's like people only look at the advantages on that plan. Oh, my monthly payment drops really, really low. And that's awesome because that's what I can afford. And they don't think about it, but there's a tax at the end of that plan that they have to pay. And, um, you know, I think the government, so right now there's 7.4 million borrowers on that plan and the government released a statistic. I can't remember what it, exactly what it was, but it was something like 60% don't even realize that they're not paying the loan back, that there's, they're deferring interest and that there's taxes. And so if you just read something saying, oh, like those IDR plans are so great because my payment drops, it's like, well, you know, there's some fine print in there and you need to compare that really against you know, what about just paying down the loans? Like how much of a better situation can this put me in and really compare the two side by side? So two part, you know, answer to your question. One, you know, don't necessarily just read and believe everything you see on the internet, you know, actually try to customize it to your situation. And two, if you had to just pick out one component of the student loan market, that's really, really misunderstood is the income journey payment plans. Um, so, you know, make sure you dive deeper into those details. They're confusing because there's five different <laughs> income driven repayment plans. So they get really confusing, but if you need help and you know, yeah, just, just call us. It's free. So <laughs> yeah, that's where you guys come in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't have another question off the top of my head. Do you Gabby? That was great. Yeah, no, I, I think that covered all of our information, but where can we find you on social media? I know you have your website. And you said um, you get one free call, correct? Yeah. So as soon as you build your profile, um, you can always schedule a call. Um, when you're actually one of our members, like tracking or whatnot, then you get priority access to us. Like we have times designated specifically. So that way we know that we're available for members. But technically, anytime you want to, you can schedule a call. We don't charge for it. Um, so all you have to do is go to fitbox.com, build your profile, and then after you build your profile, there's a schedule a call uh, link. Other than that, the other way is, you know, the most common way, especially to get articles and whatnot, just our Fitbox finance group um, online. Um, so we have a ton of stuff that we post into that and our page and all that type of stuff. Um, but those are the two easiest things to do is just create a profile and then schedule a call. You know, that also puts you we'll send out mailers once a month, just with different things. Uh, we're about to launch. I don't know if it's going to be four or five, 
uh, free webinars, but we're about to launch them coming up here over the next, you know, probably three to three to five months um, with free webinars. that just talk about everything from refinancing to the income during repayment plans and all that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely keep an eye on that, but those would be like in the emails that we send out and everything too. So, uh, but yeah, fitbucks.com, build a profile, uh, schedule a time to talk. And then you just want, you know, to contact us or just keep up to date the fitbucks finance group on, on Facebook. You guys have a lot of awesome stuff coming up. I'm really excited to mm-hmm. kind of like check it out. And what do you think from your experience would be most beneficial to other student physical therapists? So we, we, we call it the three phases uh, to really simplify money. You have to have a basic understanding, um, put together a simple plan and it doesn't have to be complex and then implement it. The, the part that I'm really excited is once we roll out the stuff we're going to be rolling out over the next three to six months, we'll have stuff for each one of those phases. So like the courses, you know, the level one part of the course really keeps it simple. Um, it says, here's what the basics that you need to know. And then from there, we have the FitBoss coaching and the tools to develop a plan. And then the big piece that I'm really looking forward to that we're going to be rolling out is once you have the plan, we're developing the technology so you can link all your financial accounts into the FitBoss profile. So your 401ks, your student loans, your bank accounts, and then the score updates in real time. So that's huge in my opinion. That's the biggest thing in my opinion because now once you have the plan, as long as your score is going up and you're tracking, that's all you need to to worry about. You don't need to be paying, you know, like I was just in Arizona at, the, at a conference. Somebody came up to me. They're like, you know, well, we're paying $3,000 a year for someone to, to track our plan. It's like, why? Like you don't need to, you know, and that's the part that I'm excited about the technology is you can link all the stuff. And then all the, you know, like if your score is just tracking, you're fine. If there's a big dip or a big increase, then that's when you need to schedule a call be like, Hey, something just happened. I need to change my plan or whatever it is. Um, so that tracking feature that we're going to be rolling out is, is in my opinion. I mean, that's going to really shrink the amount of time people have to really think about, about money. Um, so that's the thing I'm most excited about. But then the other parts of it too, is all three phases. We're going to have something available for people. So all of it's exciting, a lot of gray hairs, but other than that, um, Actually, a lot of flying. It's actually, I was joking around the guys here. This is the first two days I've been back in San Jose in a month. So glad to be at home. But yeah, a lot of gray hairs and a lot of traveling. <laughs> Other than that, it's, uh, it's all exciting. Uh, that's so great. And I think a big thing just to take away, like us as students, we are first years, but I know I just need to face it head on. Like I know I have loans and not, like you said, sweeping it under the rug because that's when you get in trouble later on and don't want to be that person. Exactly. You don't, I mean, I've, I've been around money for a long time. It's funny because as soon as you bring up money with people, they get really shy because, you know, let's face it, you guys are doctorate students, right? You guys are really smart. Um, and so when we're smart, if there's a subject that we don't know that much about, we tend to, to be shy because we don't want to make it sound like we're not smart. So we tend to just shy away from it. And it's like, you know, what you need to realize is it's not your fault. Most of us don't have any type of money, finance, education, anywhere growing up, um, which in my opinion, that's a major, major fault of the education system. And it's like, when you realize that it's like, look, you know, you don't, it's, it's not as complex as the, the finance industry makes it out to be. Um, and as long as you have that basic understanding, you could develop a simple plan And the plan, that's what we emphasize a lot is you don't need to be an expert. You don't need to be a 
you know, stock picker or any of that type of stuff. It's like put together a simple plan, start following that and then go out and live your life because all you're doing is following that plan. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, because now you do have that simple understanding, great. Um, we'll help you do that too. But just have a basic understanding, you know, realize that, you know, you needed to confront it head on that, you know, you probably don't know anything about money and that's fine. Even if you do know something about money, you probably have a little bit more to learn as well and tackle it head on and don't be shy about it and, you know, go from there. Um, put together a simple plan and start implementing it. Yeah. I'm super excited for this because I think that as soon as people have a plan, like doctors, students, or at least for my class, my cohort from what I have seen so far is a lot of them are very type a. And if you give someone a plan, like they're good, they'll follow it. Like that's all they need. They just need somebody to help them come up with that plan. Yep. Exactly. And that's actually why I get really, really upset with people in finance. So, I know you guys aren't like DBTs are not MDs, but we get a lot of statistics on MDs and in the finance industry, they are known to be the worst in money management, like the worst that makes an assumption across the board for anything like DBTs, OTs, any type of, any type of advanced degree when it comes to healthcare gets labeled in that bucket. And I get questioned all the time about, oh, well, you know, they're really bad at, you know, they don't have any discipline. And my argument is, you know, bullshit. Like they just went to school for how long? Like got, you know, what GPA? Like a study, how hard they had the discipline. They've just never been shown what to do. So to your point, if you're showing what to do and there's a plan, it's going to be done. And now I have proof of that. I mean, we have 4,200 people on our platform and I would say about probably about 80 to 90%. Once they had the plan, they do it. It's just, they need something they understand and something to implement and then they can go about it. So absolutely, Sarah, you're absolutely right on that one. Yeah. Loans are so stressful and it just kind of piles on to PT school or, you know, whatever you're going through. And I think that's why people just brush it under the rug because they have the next exam to worry about. And they think, Oh, my future self can do that. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on and talking more about FitBucks. I know so many students are going to, benefit from this episode. I know I've been telling my classmates, I'm like, this is the one you have to listen to. And <laughs> yes. We'll start implementing and implementing a plan and starting early. I know we are both going to do it. Oh yeah. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, anytime you guys need to schedule a call, just build a profile, click schedule a call and start walking through it. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description. 